Welcome to the AgroCast, the official podcast of AgroGamer.com. I am Brian Bentley, and with me are uh, two of my favorite people, Ben Wynn and Corey Dockendorf. Hello, hello. What's up? Episode 78, guys. Uh, we're getting up there. It's we're getting closer and closer to the century mark. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I'm hoping that we have some sort of celebration when we reach the century mark. I mean, because 100 is a big deal. That's a lot of talking and a lot of video games. Uh, especially, you know, I, I guess, especially when me and Brian were probably the, the two longest co-hosts that Mike has ever had. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. There should be like a roast, a Brian and Ben roast. That would be amazing. Oh, oh God. God. That would be frightening. Great. <laughs> no, we need to, no, we need, okay, I think at the 99 mark, we need to do just an episode of a Mike roast. There you go. <laughs> That'd be just perfect. Discuss. It's anime obsession and just drill it in their home. It'd be amazing. You know, and we can also invite, uh, you know, um, Shannon, and we can yeah. um, hopefully maybe we can get Stephanie on, and you know, we can all oh, can roast on Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing uh, this down. He'll never know what hit him. <laughs> no, no. Fantastic. <laughs> well, so how are you guys doing? What's going on? Um, I'm doing pretty well uh, for the most part. Um, I'm currently jobless at the moment still, and um, the job market here, I'm still sending out resumes left and right, so hopefully I'll hear something back real soon. Um, other than that, just, I've been, even though I'm not working, I've just been busy uh, just doing online work and all that stuff, so um, with the with all the, my hobbies and all that stuff, between writing for AgroGamer and uh, DJing online and all that stuff. I just been uh nonstop. <laughs> more video games. You need more video games. That's all. Yeah, but you're keeping busy. That's the important thing. Yeah. Or something. Something. That's something. <laughs> How about you, Corey? I'm not too bad. You know, actually, this evening I'm enjoying a nice crisp pumpkin ale while I discuss everything with you guys. Nice. Um, nice. Very nice. Work's been very lax right now because of the Labor Day weekend coming up. So everybody's just very chill, and it's just been very quiet. So I've actually had time to sit in my office in my in my my lair, my dungeon, and <laughs> bask in my monitor glory. It's just fantastic, and there's so much stuff coming out this fall. It's it's just one thing after another. It's oh, great. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's so. I mean, there, I I have no time anymore. You know, <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean, it really is getting to the point where you're going to have to, like, pick and choose and then just be like, okay, I'm going to put all these ga- other games on the side and then I'll get to them someday. No, I've, I've discovered a remedy to that, and that's um, I gave up sleep because I've discovered <laughs> it's bad for your health. Because, Well, no, because honestly, you guys wake up the next morning and you feel like crap, right? Well, if you didn't sleep, you wouldn't have to deal with all that. So you just play video games all the time. You'd be great. I think there's a slight logic missing but yeah no that would be nice just just a little bit you know i can i can have video games i i'm guessing you buy like a ton of those five five hour energy drinks and just drink those all the time that's right that's why they manufacture this stuff people don't want you to sleep come on (laughs) oh it's horrible (laughs) with the five hour energy drinks yeah those things taste so bad I, I wouldn't know. I never tried one ever in my life. There's only like one brand of like energy drinks I can actually stand, and they're like the uh, they're called Venoms, and mm-hmm. that's like the only one I can actually tolerate the taste of. Oh. All that, all the other one tastes like shit. 
I'm just saying. I'll do this say like shit. <laughs> I agree with that 100%. So, anything new with you, Brian? Um, besides the fact that I spend most of the day being sick, uh, no, no, not really. Um, wedding planning is going pretty well, so hopefully we'll be able to kind of put an end to some of it. Like tomorrow, we're going to put the deposit down on the DJ and stuff like that. So, uh, kind of wrapping things up with that, that's going to be nice to not have that hanging over our heads the whole time. That's good. That's, uh, that, yeah, that's coming soon, isn't it? Yeah, November, November 12th. Wow, you're like, like you're like locked in now. Like there's no backing out. Like no, the next step is to run from the altar, and that's about all it's not. I'm actually looking forward to the marrying part. It's been, it's all this been uh, having all this pressure about getting, you know, meeting with vendors and like getting everything in line and having itineraries and programs and all that crap. Um, it's really where the stress is. I'm literally ready. I'm totally cool with getting married. Let's make that happen. Let's get it done right it's, now. Get it done. It's the after part. Then when you sit down and you sit with your wife and you look to her and say, "Hun, I love you. The wedding was beautiful. Let's play some Halo Reach." And then <laughs> I mean, everything is just magic after that. It's <laughs> and then it's fine. Yeah, and then everything just works out. It's it's beautiful. It's a it's a lovely thing. So so are you guys on the Halo Reach bandwagon already? I, I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. I, you know what, I, I, you know, as as much as I, I loved, you know, I, I keep saying that Halo, Halo this, as a series is overrated. After seeing some of the videos and whatnot, I am definitely slowly getting onto the bandwagon. Because, <laughs> because the, the read story is very interesting, and I, I definitely want to read the book so I can understand it a little bit more. So I, I can play when I play the game, um, I would definitely know what it is. Uh, like what it's all about, and have like, that full experience all together. So I'm slowly like I have like one foot into the bandwagon at the moment. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh my man, I've gone as deep. I'm ready to go because this game is incredible. And you know what? You know what sold me? They had me at the robotic arm. That's when I was done. If you haven't been to the Halo Reach website, you know the the um, oh what is the website called? It's the uh, it's basically the official site, and it brings up like this memorial, this light generated memorial, and it is something to behold online. This sculpture of the noble team, and it's live, so you've got so you get to like log in, sync up with your Facebook, and select a spot of light. And when that spot of light gets touched, you're gonna get a Facebook notification. I won't lie, I check my Facebook every day for that notification. Because when my my spot on the noble team's far right hand shoulder gets lit up, I'm good. She's in my pants. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that uh, that statement is brought to you by Halo <laughs> Reach. Anybody has Bungie did this <laughs> September 14th, right? Right, I think so. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty much two it's, days after my birthday. So yeah, I'm gonna it's coming yeah, real I'm soon. Excited. Nice, very nice. Real soon. Uh, I actually have the um, the bundle uh, pre-ordered, but I'll probably end up dropping that. Yeah. Just because I realized uh, I'm not probably not going to be playing a whole lot of uh, this Halo Reach game thing. So it is pretty sweet looking, though. I will say that it, they they decked it out really nice. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. It 
you know, it's not it's not just the you know master chief. They actually tell you, you know, here's you know here's a whole squadron of Spartans, and each one of them has like their own different personality, which I really like. So we'll uh, we'll see when 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 the game drops how it's going to be and all that stuff. So I definitely sure. can't wait. Indeed. Of course. Uh, all right, what you been playing, uh, Corey? Why don't you start us off? Well, uh, besides obviously all, all the MMOs and Blizzard taking over my life, like I discussed last week, actually I've been uh, doing a little bit of legacy gaming. I've been going back to the old school Dungeon Siege two, Ooh. and uh, then that's specifically because uh, I had a friend talk to me and said that they got a look at the GameStop release list and said that uh, Dungeon Siege 3 was scheduled for March 21st of next year. Now, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I've been trying to get a hold of that team, kind of confirm that, but I just wanted to go back and play the last Dungeon Siege 2 with Broken World, obviously the expansion pack attached to it, kind of just to go through the entire storyline, refresh it, put it fresh in my mind, so I can see what the transition is from gas-powered games to Square Enix and see what they're going to do different, how they're going to elaborate on it, and just really kind of make sure the lore is fresh in my mind and see how this new franchise is going to take off with a new publisher behind it. Wow. So, and That's... you're you're a little bit of a fan, I'm guessing? Mm. No, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Dungeon Siege. It was, it was um, before, before Torchlight, this was my dungeon crawler. This was, I loved playing this game. It, it had multiplayer. Um, you could sit and do land parties. It was wonderful. Graphics are not top-notch. You know, it's one of those things that's old school. It's, it's the gas-powered games. The, the garage games um, engine is very simplistic, very polygonal. It's very small. But it, it, it builds such an expansive world. It's really worth a playthrough. I highly recommend if you haven't played the Dungeon Siege series one or two, just pick up one. Give it a shot. Give it a couple hours and just play through a little hack and slash. It may even, uh, you know, like curb most everybody's uh, Diablo or Torchlight feelings, you know, for the time being. So you give, you give you something to do until these games are released. And uh, it, it's a really great story and it's a lot of fun. You know what game I really want to go back to since we were talking about Dungeon Crawlers? I want to play Mario Brothers. Well, <laughs> no. I want to play. I want to play some uh, Neverwinter Nights. Actually, yeah, that's funny. Actually, um, my brother just contacted me and, and said that he found my old Neverwinter Nights discs and said he had never given the game a shot. And he asked me if I had the code. I was like, yeah. So you know, got him the code, um, told him where it was. He went and picked it up and installed it. And he's really having a lot of fun with it so far. So it, wow. It's a great story. That's one of those things. There's a lot of these new franchises being relaunched that people need to go back and play the original games and really understand where these games are coming from. You know, 10, 12 years ago, sit down and play these games. Really enjoy it. The back, the, the story in Neverwinter Nights was really, really interesting. That's why I was really into that, that world, uh, especially as a dungeon crawler. I mean, of course, yeah. I did play Diablo and Diablo 2, you know, and all that stuff, but Neverwinter Nights was my second one. My, my second one besides that so yeah and i think third was dungeon siege yeah you know and i think um i, I think it's gonna be re i think you're right uh cory entirely like especially like xcom is coming out and deus yeah, exactly um you know really is the time you know now before like we said the fall is going to be insane 
you know, get get on top of some of these, and at least, like you said, get the get a feel for the storyline um, and the universe before you start playing. I think it would, you know, definitely um, make it more immersive. I'm right. I just don't want I don't want to hear a lot of flaming about a lot of these games that are being relaunched because I don't want a lot of people being like, "Oh, this game sucks. I can't believe it. I don't understand the story. I don't get this. I don't get that." And I'm like, "Have you ever played?" the game prior? Have you played the previous Inception? Once you do that, then reevaluate the game. Then I can understand it. So I always feel that you should always kind of understand it's like the NES versus the SNES versus the Nintendo Wii. You need to understand the roots before you actually enjoy the actual new system. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree 100% on that one. <laughs> Definitely. So, so uh, besides... Right. <laughs> that, that, that's what that's my answer on playing Dennis H2 and it's amazing again alright very nice Ben what do you got on your plate um, besides besides the two like last week of Starcraft 2 and World of Warcraft Cataclysm um, I've been playing Mafia 2 actually oh and, yeah um, and I beat it on normal and um, for a sandbox game it's not really your typical sandbox uh, type of game. It's like you yes you can go around and do whatever you want and all that good stuff and um by the way I, I will have my review up by tomorrow. <laughs> right. So but uh but yeah it, it you know you can go around and do pretty much whatever you you want in the in the city of uh, Empire Empire Bay Empire Bay but at, at the same time it the story is so linear it feels like the sandbox is just one big giant board, and you're just going and doing one mission after another. Huh. So, I mean, I like it. It's, you know, I'm not sitting here going, oh, I need to do this mission or hit this side quest or this side. It's like, it's almost like this giant board, and here's just linear storyline. And I sort of like it like that, actually. Wow. Uh, well, I have, I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. This is in regards to the Mafia 2 downloadable content, which comes out, I think, September 7th. Yes. I mean, 2K Games is doing a wonderful job. I mean, the game's been out, it came out August 24th, I think, in the U.S., and August 27th in Europe, and it went straight to the top of the U.K. charts, you know, being the biggest U.K. game launch since Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Dude, Red Dead wow. Redemption was like three or four months ago. I mean, they're... I, 2K Games is just knocking it out of the park left and right, and I'm a little surprised that they have um, DLC coming out so quickly. Did they have an idea? And it's only 9.99. That's what astounds yes. me. It's 9.99. It's 800 Microsoft points. It's nothing, and it's 30 quests. That's a lot of uh, content for that price, and I'm really excited to see what happens there. So, are you going to download the downloadable content and kill your whole weekend? <laughs> um, probably because not well. For, for if you bought it for the PS3, it came with a free DLC. Oh, really? nice! So, not only did you have the original game, you also came. You also have the a, a free DLC for you to play. It's called uh, Jimmy's uh, The Betrayal of Jimmy, and so yeah, so you have. That as well to to go along with not with the original storyline. Wow, that's wow. That's, that's, that's very nice. so See, it's that's worth it in my opinion. That's a whole package I would buy. So yeah, the, you know, after you're done with the original game, boom, right there, you have a free DLC if you bought it for the PS3. I'm I'm sure you you also can get it for the 360 as well, but you I'm, I forgot um, I forgot how much it would it cost. 
on the 360. But yeah, it's it was it's completely free for the PS3, and I played. I, I started playing a little bit of it, and um, it that sort of reminds me of playing like Grand Theft Auto. You go to one location and you do the missions in that area and and whatnot. That sort of that that was like the sandbox game that I you know everyone enjoy is that kind of game right there. Wow. In the DLC. Huh. That's kind of cool. <laughs> well, especially if uh, Sony got that where, you know, the people who bought the PS3 version, I mean, like, that's that's substantial. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's oh. a big thing. And then to have, um, and I think it's called Jimmy's Vendetta. Yes. So, I mean, to have a continuation of the story within a small three-week period, I mean, it's very episodic. You've got a, you've got this great game that's going to continually go, and as long as 2K Games keeps up the uh, the the steam behind it, it it sh- should do really well. I'm really looking forward to see what else they have planned for Mafia 2. Um, I do have a question, Ben. Yes. Did you pull someone, did you carjack a, uh, an old pickup truck and get everyone shooting at you again? No. <laughs> you should have seen it, Corey. It was hilarious. He's like goofing around. We're at E3, and he's like goofing around on the de- on uh, on the play test they had there. And he's just like, "I'm gonna carjack this guy." He like opens the door, pulls the guy out, starts beating him, and then all of a sudden, everyone just starts turning down the street and just starts unloading into him. It was hilarious. I I, I do have to say this. Uh, I, I do have to say this though. Like, um, I do like the fighting style in it, um, where it does somewhat evolves from one. From like how you how you normally fight in the beginning of the game, from like maybe after halfway into the game, your, your style changes a little bit. I sort of like that. Um, I do like how each AI has their um, has their way of when to throw the punch and what punches are gonna throw at you. So, like the majority of the time, I have my blockers. I'm like, I'm blocking the majority of the time, and like just waiting. So, um, but yeah, it. I like that the the shooting the game. It's it can be depending on the weapon. It can be a little, a little frustrating. <laughs> Just a little bit, but not too much though. But uh, other than that, I I thought it was a great game. Um, especially, yeah, I think it's a great game. I, I'm I'm not a big sandbox type of guy, but that was the first one I'm like going through, and I'm like, and I would sit there for like a few hours just playing the game. Very nice. Yeah, don't don't give uh, don't give anything out, or, uh, so people have to read your yeah. uh, review. So. so, very cool, very cool. All right, how about you, Brian? Well, um, Mushroom Wars on the PSN was uh, free for PlayStation Plus people, so I figure I'm I'm probably in the I like as far as downloading things for free, I'm somewhere in like the thirty to thirty five dollar range. So I still haven't made my money back quite yet, but I mean, it's a $10 game on the PSN, and uh, it's an RTS uh, from Create Studios, and it, for free, I mean, I've put in like, I don't know, maybe five or six hours now. I mean, like, I it's great. I mean, it, it's a fantastic free, you know, for being free, so... Um, I really have. I'm, I'm hoping to write an article about it, but I, I really feel like PlayStation Plus, while it's no, it's not remotely the same 
as Xbox Live, which is what everyone compares it to, it, it's not like that. But it definitely has given me an opportunity to play things that play games that I would never have had the opportunity to play, um, and put and put those in, um, you know, like so like these are the, the guys who did Mushroom Wars are the guys who do uh, who are doing um, Terover, and uh, that was a fantastic game. So it just makes me now playing Mushroom Wars. It makes me now want Terover even that much more. Um, so it's kind of getting some of these you know medium sized studios. Getting them, getting their games into people's hands, you know, an even greater one, so an even greater amount of people. So, um, I, I really feel like the program is actually pretty worthy. Um, maybe, maybe it shouldn't be fifty dollars for a year, but you know, I mean, of course, we'll talk about Xbox Live later. Oh, 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 so it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's still going to be cheaper than that. Um, but other than Mushroom Wars, I've been playing uh, Persona Four. I basically started the day after our last time we podcasted, so um, that was like, a, I don't know, 10 days ago? No, nine days ago, whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in that time, I've probably put in 35 to 40 hours. Wow. <laughs> that <Yeah>. good, huh? <laughs> it's it's amazing. It, it was it definitely, I think I bought it for 35 bucks or something at GameStop, brand new. And uh, it's easily the best $35 I've ever spent, or have spent in a long time. Um, the, it's extremely deep. Um, the battle system, you know, is very, very good, and, and it's challenging. Um, there's a lot of different aspects to it, including, like, you having to create friendships with people in your school, like when you're during the day, when you're not out fighting you know your battle so really the battling part and like leveling and whatever that's probably only about you know 35 to 40 percent of the game the rest of the game is you know um you know relationships and you know not like you know like some hentai game or anything it's but you're building these friendships with people and you could totally ignore that and just do the fighting but now that i've started to build some of these friendships with the people in my um that i have on my team Like, they actually will do other things now. So, like, there are, like, bonuses to having built the friendship with these people outside of the fighting. That inside the fighting, um, like, it's like, it doesn't happen all the time. It's like a random occurrence. But all of a sudden, you know, you do a good move, like, you do a critical move. And another person is like, like, okay, can I, can I jump in? And they're like, okay. And then they actually, like, just completely destroy whatever the, um, highest, uh, you know, like, highest hit point monster. Just, boom, done. And it doesn't count as a turn or anything. It's just, like, bonus. You're like, alright! Like wow. That's um, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, it's very, um, very Japanese, very, J- if you like JRPGs, this is definitely a great game for you. If you can't stand JRPGs, to, you want to probably avoid this at all costs. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it's—I mean, I don't even think I'm halfway through. So, 35 hours in, I don't think I'm halfway through the game yet. Wow. Um, so I, I'm just really looking forward to. It. I love it. So I've basically been playing a PS2 game um, for this entire time. Now, uh, so I have the 60 gig version, so I can play PS2 games. 
Um, and it's coming through on uh, 1080p. <laughs> so it's like there are just certain parts That's of like. Ooh. Yeah, that geometry is. <laughs> not right. <laughs> like, like one girl, like her leg is like bigger than than like the edge of her shoe. I'm like that <sighs> wow. doesn't. That's not good. But I mean, it really was. Yeah, I'm guessing when they were doing this, you know, in 2000, you know, like I think what they did it was either 2007 or eight. I mean, basically, I, I doubt that they were like, hmm. I wonder if someone's going to play this in 1080p on a 50-inch plasma. I, I, I'm guessing they probably didn't think of that, um, but it, it's such a small thing um, to get really hung up on. Uh, it was, but it's funny to watch. You like does this jump, and you're like, uh, yeah, that that looks wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the you know and and the dialogue is is pretty clever and uh, which which is nice. Of course, once you get to the point of being thirty five hours in, the, some of the music starts getting a little on your nerves because it starts repeating over and over again. Oh, that's um, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, and, and it's actually kind of cool because there's definitely a few of the songs I really like, and they're only kind of wish they were longer than two minutes, but. Eh, it keeps the flow going, and they gave me, a, and it comes with the game, the soundtrack, so um, put that in the car. It's kind of nice. Wow. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if they make one on PS3, like a, if they do a Persona 5, that's another, that's going to be like another 75 to 100 hours that are going to be gone from my life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be awesome. You just gotta let it, go. just gotta let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, so so you've been playing an old school PC game, and I've been playing PS2 been playing. game. There you go. That's it. It's so this is the nostalgic episode, is what this is. This is the <laughs> I'm playing. You know what? I'm gonna go do next week. I'm playing Super Mario Brothers Three. I'm gonna go get the whistle. I'm gonna work level eight. And I'm gonna call it a day. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I love that game. The game was awesome. <laughs> That's one I feel like they they should really consider redoing it with some online co-op. Oh man, I don't know about that. It's just one of those things. If you just can't do that to Mario, it's just you do something like that and it ruins the experience. I mean, I remember watching uh, what is it, The Wizard with Fred Savage, and they <laughs> announced the game, and you got the guy in the background, Super Mario Brothers 3! I'm like 8 or 10 years old, and I'm watching this game, I'm watching this movie going, this is the greatest thing that ever happens in sliced bread. I'm like, they're <laughs> announcing a game in a movie. Big, big doors open up, and I'm just like sitting there drooling out of my face, and my dad looks at me and goes, what are they playing? And I said, oh, no, 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 we're not going there. <laughs> You know, it's always been a turn-based game, so... I mean, I don't want to get on the subject of Super Mario and that whole discussion, but don't break what's not broken. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> uh, now, there's a there's another good, good group of RPGs, the Paper Mario series. Indeed, I agree. I agree. The, um, Nintendo, if, if they have nothing else to do, they can always fall back on Mario. He's always I... come out of the box. I thought you were going to say Mario RPG for a minute there. <laughs> um, 
I seriously thought you were like, you know, speaking of RPGs, I'm like, oh god, don't tell me you're gonna imagine Mario RPG. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, Paper Mario is an RPG. Well, yeah, but I was, no, cause I remember playing Mario RPG on, on the Super Nintendo, and I remember, and I remember playing it for the first time, I'm like, oh, this is awesome! And I, you know, several years later, I tried picking up again, I'm like, oh my god, how in the hell did I get into this game? <laughs> Basically, it's a it's a square RPG, uh, and they just you know put some paint on it and said, "Oh, let's make it Mario." <laughs> you mean the, the Nintendo paint, Mario Paint? That's what they use. Yeah. That <laughs> well, I, I actually think Square is the one that developed the underside, like the yeah. um, the insides to it. So um, there's probably a reference to mana in there somewhere. Toadstool has probably got something hidden behind him, like some crystals or a behemoth, perhaps. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at it right now, and Wiki uh, developer was done by Square. There you go. There you go. There's your answer. Good call, Ooh. Brian. You win the points for the day. <laughs> All right. I, I will buy you beer online and send it to you via Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, you can go in. We're uh, we're register. Our, we did a wedding registry on Amazon. So, or oh, did you? If you guys feel like you know going, find me. Actually, and the, the one big thing I put on there is a pizza cutter, like one of those half moon, you know, like ones where you put it in there and you just lean on it and then whoosh, go across it. Oh, one of those ones. Yeah, I fucking love that thing. So where can you find the register? I just typed in Brian. Oh, I assume you can just look by my name, but... Uh, yeah, let um, the fans know. So all the fans okay, say, hey, you know what, Brian? We're totally going to buy you something for your wedding from Amazon.com. Just go ahead and spit out there. Let it happen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm not the kind of person who just asks people for Microsoft points. Well, you don't have boobs. That's true. <laughs> but you did ask last week, mind you. He did ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, surprisingly, uh, no one sent me any Microsoft points. <laughs> really? Well, okay, I so on your Twitter page, you need to put a picture of you standing with your wife, or after the wedding, you and your wife, and a picture with a cardboard piece of piece that says, will work for video games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, send Microsoft points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there I you go. That That's going to be awesome. <laughs> Oh, Chalik accepted. <laughs> I'll just Photoshop right on there. Well, now that we now that we spent forty minutes discussing not only Brian's future plans, <laughs> but nostalgic video games, and I guess we can talk into like what happened this week, huh? Yeah, there's uh, plenty, there's plenty that happened. Plenty, and we also have to go with our uh, segment for this week as well. Oh wow! Do Do you have one, Brian, or no? Um, I actually downloaded the week is the Vanquish demo. Okay. It was actually really? pretty damn fun. I don't know if you guys have downloaded that yet. Um, but as soon as, like, I, this is going to sound terrible, but as soon as the Sega thing came up, I'm like, oh. Uh, okay, I guess I'll try it. But it actually, it was, it was quite good. I, I really enjoyed myself. Um, I don't know if I enjoyed myself enough to, you know purchase it um, but I, I thought the demo was pretty good I, I like I liked it so does it feel like if they spent the four years on it that they've, they've been spending all this time to make this game fantastic does it, is, does it look like they made that time investment or is it just one of those things that looks like they threw together in the last year 
No, I mean, it actually looks like they really took some time with it, especially when you're... Um, I don't know what they're calling it, but, like, when you're using your little jetpacky thing, except it's, like, on the ground, so... It, I, I, it's like it's like if you were doing a baseball slide, except you had this giant engine behind you pushing you around. But wow. they really they did okay. It, it, it's actually cooler than it sounds. Um, but they actually worked with the you know like how you can see like your line of sight. It sort of you know changes slightly because you're going so to give you that impression of speed. Um, so it was. A, I was actually pretty, uh, I'm not going to say impressed, but I, it was much better than I thought it would be. And that comes, I, out, that comes out October, doesn't it? I think it comes yeah. out like uh, the first half of October. So yeah, it should be uh, should be interesting to play. Uh, I'm going to have to download the demo now. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Bargain Bin. My Bargain Bin for this week is coming from Gamefly.com. I don't know. <laughs> this this surprises anyone anymore or whatnot, but no, my game, my bargain bin is actually God of War 3. Uh, you can buy this used at $21.99. Wow. So, if you haven't picked up this game yet, um, <laughs> it's $22. There's no reason why you should not pick up this game at all. It's, uh, it's a pretty epic game. Um, it's a you know it's your hack and slash type game, but just the story behind it and just the lore of you know the the Greek gods and all that stuff. It's definitely worth the pickup, especially for twenty two dollars. Good call. Uh, yeah, good call on that one. Yeah, and I mean that game is not even a year old yet. No, and it's used at twenty one. At, yeah, twenty two dollars. So pick it up. <laughs> just definitely pick it up. So. I, and you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I was like, you know what? It's been a while since I looked at Gamefly. Let's see what they have. And that was the first thing I saw. I was like, all right, I got it. <laughs> You're like sold, sold and done. So, all right. God of War three oh. can't pass that up. Uh, I did, threw up my Netflix instant watch thing to see if there's anything really worth. Oh, hello! Seeing. September first, Iron Man came out on Netflix. Oh, uh, on the uh, on the instant watch. Um, yeah, it's got to be instant watch. Instant watch. Oh, here, 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 here's something. Um, up from Pixar. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I love that movie. I thought it was great. I'm going with Iron Man because Iron Man's on instant watch. So Booyah Kashaka. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. There's your uh, Netflix picks. That came out, I think, September 1st. That came out yesterday, and you can put it on Instant Watch. So I will be watching that tonight. Nice. Um, yeah. I, uh, I did watch uh, Ponyo uh, recently. That was really good, too. I took my four-year-old to go see that in theaters. Good movie. Very good movie. For the anime fans out there and the Totoro fans out there, definitely go check out Ponyo. Definitely. Totally worth the watch. Totally worth the watch. And that's our anime section of the of the week. <laughs> no, Mike's not here, so we gotta throw it well, in. The, <laughs> well, we, we can we can talk about you know some anime. You know, we're not talking about dolls. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah there are no dolls. There are no dolls. I just got a new one too. Posted it on Twitter, and I was like, "That's gay." <laughs> oh, come on. Come no, on. I'm, kidding. I'm 
kidding. I give him a hard time because it's like him. It's because I love him. <laughs> right. That's right. Oh, um, come on. We can, we, you know, people can watch Batman vs. Dracula on Instant Watch. Wow. That's something. <laughs> uh, the real que- but the real question is, is can they watch Batman the movie with Adam West? Oh, like the classic Kapow, like old school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. It's, it's actually, if you haven't seen it in a while, you should totally watch it because it's hilarious. Oh, especially when you're drinking? Oh, wait. <laughs> well, yeah, but you, you definitely would want to because you're like, there's this part like towards the end when he's like, he's like, wait, wait. It, like right as they're like trying to like save all these, you know, UN members or whatever. He's like, wait, wait, Robin, this may be the greatest scientific uh, discovery ever. And it knows it. Yeah, well, and it's like, and it's like, then they take this long, like, dramatic pause, and I'm like, <laughs> I just start laughing because what else are you gonna do? I mean, like, yes, Adam West is about to make the greatest scientific discovery of all time. Ah, uh, amazing. Well, if we're gonna talk about Batman, let's talk about. I mean, if we're gonna it go is on there. Route, and let's discuss the Batman, the Brave and the Bold. Have you guys seen the preview for this? No, the but I've heard uh, good things. Yeah, I've heard good things, and I mean, it looks interesting, very cartoony, very, uh... I mean, it looks like a Batman Wii title, honestly. It looks like it's a, it, Nintendo, you know, made it Teen Titan-ish and said, hey, it's Batman, play on, and it looks cool. Um, have I you, don't know. Have you watched the cartoon? Have I watched the cartoon? No, I haven't. I can't okay, say that. Uh, because I have watched a little bit of it. It, it has that old school comic book feel really? uh, of, of the Batman um, because the, his car is like almost like the car that he had um, I want to say back in the, like almost like the 50s you, you can say it's like, mm-hmm. one, like one of the, the older style cars that he had and it's like all oh, the gadgets he had it was like pretty much like almost old school as well so I watched it and I'm like wow this is pretty interesting so and it's and it's coming out on Nintendo DS at the end of September, which I think is very interesting. It's going to be a little mobile platform, and and that's great. Give it a shot, you know. That's definitely be on the lookout. Hopefully, PAX this weekend is going to have some stuff about it, a little bit more about it. Yeah, definitely yeah. a little jealous about that. Yeah, let's just let it go. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, you brought up the DS, so maybe that oh. should be our uh, first stop. Is that, where we're, is that where we're throwing right off the bat? I'll uh, throw a little segue in there. Um, nice. And as we yeah. went from Netflix to Batman to Wii to DS, well done. Great segue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm bringing it right back around. So the DSi and the DSi XL uh, on September 12th are each going to take um, a price cut of $20. So the DS Lite will actually stay at $129.99. The DSi will be uh, $149.99, and the XL will drop to $169.99. Uh, thoughts? Um, I think it's great, especially those who don't have a DS can you know be like, oh, hey, I can go get one now before the 3DS come out, because what if they don't want the 3DS? And they'll be like, I'll just get the older systems on. Especially you know parents that don't want to drop you know another... I want to say $200, $250 on the 3DS and be like, oh, here, here's a 3D, uh, here's a DSi for you, especially during, uh, before Christmas. So why not get the Christmas shopping done now? 
and that's one of the things I brought up in my article, is it feels like they're doing it this far out in the holiday season so that the kids will be like, oh, buy this for me, and the parents are going to go out and buy this with the 3DS right around the corner. Mm-hmm. But you know, with the DS, I see a lot of people that already have the DS. People have already invested the money in the DS, and I, I mean, according to like the data that everybody's seen online right now, it, it's currently right behind the Xbox 360 for the must-have item. And I think that Nintendo is dropping its price, $20, towards the holiday season to get and make that final push before they have the 3DS come out. They're trying to say, you know what, everybody who doesn't have one needs to have one, and when the latest console, the latest handheld comes out, when the 3DS comes out, they're going to make a big push for that. But they want to get all at least one DS in everybody's hands, so when the 3DS comes out, a lot of people aren't confused, they know how it's going to play, all they have now is 3D graphics and high resolution. Okay. Alright, Corey, so my question to you is, so you see this as being aimed towards the market of people who do, do not have one currently? Completely. You cannot sway a cat in a room with somebody who doesn't have a DS. It's impossible. Everybody has one right now. It's it's one of the most popular handhelds out there right now between kids, adults. Everybody pretty much has a DS at this point. I'm buying my four-year-old one for Christmas because it just dropped $20. You know, it's that type of deal. Okay, so but you don't see this as them trying to get people to upgrade to the DSi or DSi XL before the 3DS comes out so they can hit them again for another, you know, sale. I I just don't see it happening, really. I just don't see DS users making the investment for the smaller DS when the 3DS is coming out so close. I mean, it's just one of those things that it doesn't make any financial sense. Why are you going to say, okay, I want a smaller stylus and a smaller screen. Oh, wait, I can have it in 3D. That's like yeah. buying Avatar and then two months later buying Avatar the Special Edition. You just wait for the Special Edition. Get all the bells and whistles attached to it and be done. No reason to get the older one. And if you've already got one, why push to get the smaller one? You already have one. You can play all the games on it. Call it a day. Well, I, I actually like the DSi XL. Um, that would be something I would play. But... Uh, after t- after having the 3DS in my hands at at uh, E3, I'm just waiting now. Yeah, exactly, and I think that's what this is. This is a big push for the market for them to say, if you don't have a DS, whether it's a DSi or a DSi XL, this is your opportunity to get either or. And I mean, I'm sure that if you don't have one, you're obviously going to buy the DSi XL because you're just going to get whatever the latest version of that product is. And with everything, with them dropping the second place behind the Xbox 360, According, I think, to NPD data last month, I think it dropped down some 100,000 units or something like that previous to the previous to June. Um, so they had a big drop, and this is that push to say, you know, we still want to make sure that everybody's getting one of these in their hands. And I, it's just, it's a business push is what it is. So do you feel like the $20 is enough? Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, at this point, any discount, especially towards the holiday season, any discount, $20 is plenty. That is plenty because they're going to put out the new product, they're going to save themselves a little cash, and they're still going to get the income and capital coming from the old product. I mean, people are still going to buy this thing. It's, it's a good system. It's a stable system. It's got a great library of games. People are going to buy it, and pushing it towards the holiday season, you know what will happen is that you'll have that parent who goes, you know what? 
I'll get you a DSI, we'll get you a 3DS next year. And oh. that's what's going to happen. So all these kids are going to get it in December because it's the cheaper alternative to the 3DS. It's the parents' way out is what it is. <laughs> uh, breaks my heart that, that people are going to buy a DSi and then buy a 3DS, you know, for the same kid, you know, a year oh, yeah. later. Oh. Yeah, don't wait. Oh. Don't wait. So, well, oof. We've all seen it before. We yeah, all have oh. that friend. <laughs> I know. Uh, hey, you're not you're you're talking. You're preaching the choir. I I know what's going on. I just it just you know curdles my milk. Just <laughs> that's a good way to put it. But now I yeah. don't want to ever drink milk again. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to think of like I didn't want to you know use one of the other cliche ones, so I made up something on my own. You know but, what? It, it, uh... It kills my Mario, is what it does. That's what it does. It kills my Mario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, definitely uh, 3DS. Oof. I can't wait. Yeah. Speaking of price changes... Nice. <laughs> you like that? That's my, that's my segue. So, speaking yeah. of price changes, Xbox Live. So, what do you guys think? There's the new cost increase coming. Um... And as far as it looks, I think it's a $10 increase for all the subscriptions. For the three-month subscription, the yearly subscription, the monthly subscription, I think is only a $2 increase. So I think that's like the cheapest increase. Yeah. And then you have an option that if you're a gold member, you can lock in for an extra year at the lowest price. I think it's $39.99. Yeah, $40. So the new price... For your year is going to be fifty nine ninety nine. So you have until November the first. Is it November? I believe it's November the first. That if you lock in beforehand and you have a gold membership, you can keep thirty nine ninety nine for an extra year, which I think everybody is going to jump on. But um, is there enough features coming with a lot of stuff coming out in the new, new year for those for you guys that have it? Are you going to buy it? Are you going to continue with the Xbox Live? They're, uh, Microsoft is saying that it's, uh, you know, they're taking a lot of uh, goodwill into effect and thinking, you know, other players out there, you've been with us this long, we're compensating for quote-unquote inflation, we're going to charge an extra 10 bucks. will the player base stay? Do you guys think there's going to be a drop? Do you guys think that it's going to increase? And do you think that players are just going to not care and just pay the extra 10 bucks? Yep. Hey. I think, you know, the outcry for this when the news first came out, I was like, really? It's ten more dollars, and you can complain all you want, but they're gonna shell out the money anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh no, finish. Go ahead. Uh, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Like, we, we, it's the same thing for like the, the Modern Warfare DLC. It was $15, and people were crying all about it, but yet people still paid for it. It's a never-ending yeah. cycle. I, I, I happen to agree with Ben on this one. I And I find it kind of disconcerting that the people who kind of have made the biggest stink about it are the people who are the most vehement about you know paying for Xbox Live to begin with. But yeah. yet their sensibilities are completely offended over ten dollars. It's like, well, if you're gonna back the damn system, you know, of Xbox Live, then 
just pay the extra ten dollars. I, I guess I just don't see what the big deal is. Well, for all my subscriptions and all the paid subscriptions that I have for whatever service, I mean, you have a lot of cloud computing coming out in PC gaming, like on live, and uh, you have all your MMOs out there that charge you a base model. I've never had a game. I've never had a game personally increase its price on me. I've always had a deduction or go free to play with the microtransactions. Here, I feel you have Xbox that's increasing its game for you to use live so that you can play such games, you know, Modern Warfare 2, Halo Reach, which comes out next month, or this month, and then you also have microtransactions on top of it. Microsoft is making a grip of money with this, and just by increasing $10, although it doesn't seem like much, it's a small margin, to Microsoft, this is millions of dollars added to their bottom line just for people to play, just to play online. And what my problem is is that I want to make sure... You know, there have been some other features, like they're getting ESPN, I think, um, Hulu Plus is coming up, and obviously everything with the Video Connect, which I think is the chatting system. It's yeah. like Skype online, but I don't know. But See, I think, that's, I, think that's what they're, I think that's what they're charging for. So if you're getting all these features, I mean, do you, I would lock in for $39.99 and then decide if you want to continue it because... I want to see what's going to come out in the next year. Is it going to be worth the $59.99 on a yearly basis? Are there going to be enough extra features to be worth that extra $10? If so, game on. If they don't release anything and just say, yeah, ESPN is coming, but yeah, you're going to have to pay extra, I don't know about if I, if I would be behind that. I really don't. Oh, you, I can watch ESPN no, on they, cable. They can't. That. No. They're not going to charge for ESPN, right? No, they are. <laughs> Because it, it, no, 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 I don't know about charging, but I know that's you know with ESPN coming out, I, that's what I feel like. In order for you to get the service, hey, you, we're forcing you. <laughs> we're forcing you new service, and you have, we're forcing you to pay e- even more money. That's that's what that's what my feeling was. Uh, I was well, like, I think uh, also with like Hulu Plus. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get a Hulu Plus membership, you have to spend money to get it. So. It's going to be one of those things they have to make up that difference. Is what yes, exactly. Hello? Oh, hello. I'm still here. Hello. Okay. Oh, still there here. is. <laughs> no, for some other reason, I just didn't hear anything. I was like, well, wait, what? <laughs> we thought you died, Corey. No, I was I was contemplating Xbox is what I was doing and thinking what I was going to say. Okay, so what you're saying is, is when you started thinking, then a big silence came out. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Just checking. Just checking. Just checking. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I promise you, folks, we're not doing any scientific experiments here. <laughs> uh, speaking of experiments, PSP Go and Sony is trying a new experiment about how to get that selling again. Yeah, this is one of those things that you see happen to a lot of products. Is that you have. And, and this is the, the tangle of digital distribution. And, and the PSP goes out, and everybody thought, okay, Sony's making this device so that everybody can download games and play. And it was going to be amazing. And it flopped. So now, you know, PlayStation and Sony are kind of backtracking and saying, you know what? we got to figure out something else to do with that device. I, I agree. And as much as I love my PSP Go, I, it just, it's really not doing well. And I'm really disappointed that it's not doing well at all. So it's just, 
Eh, I mean, what can you know? It's. I, go ahead. When was the last time you downloaded a game for PSP Go? When was the last time, honestly? Uh, over a year ago. <laughs> exactly. That's the market is gone. It didn't work out for digital distribution. No, it it it, it really didn't, and I I wish they would have pushed out more, much better games for it. Um, whether it was forward for the PSP or like PS uh, PS1 games, I, I just wish they had better games for it, but they really didn't. So. Well, that and they try to charge everyone full price for a yeah. downloadable game. I'm I'm telling you, what, what boggles my mind is why no one just looks at Steam and says, "Oh, this is how we do this." Yeah, I I, I don't I don't get that either. <laughs> Steam's Steam's marketing. You know, like the guys who did like Darwinia and stuff, mm-hmm. it basically saved their company. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things like digital distribution is out there. It works. We've seen it work. I'm not sure why Sony hasn't got on that bandwagon yet. I really don't know. First of all, they should have said, okay, you get a PSP Go. All right, we'll give you, you know, five downloads where you get a half off coupon. Yeah, yeah, I that that would work for me. I, I, Thirty dollars <laughs> well, game you get it for fifteen bucks? Hell yeah, I'll do that. Well, I think that a lot of the um, you have a lot of the publishers that realize that this media is not taking off, that nobody's playing the PSP Go. A perfect example is we just talked about it, Square Enix. Okay, they've got Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep coming out. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is this is the franchise that has carried. Kingdom Hearts forever has been out every year there's a new Kingdom Hearts game coming out and I can't get enough of Sora he's driving me nuts, him and Mickey Mouse it's blowing my mind (laughs) but Square Enix, they don't have any plans to put it on the Playstation Network, you're gonna have to buy this game Why, why would they do that, why wouldn't they put it on the PSP Go, why not make it mobile, this is one of the biggest releases coming out, and they're like yeah, we're not doing that (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it, yeah. Especially if you can, you know, if you can make the game, because it's, it's, it's you can download it. Why not put like Kingdom Heart, Kingdom Hearts two, for the PSP Go? I, 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 I don't get it. It, it, it would be, it, it would be simple because one, you don't have to worry about that one point three gigabytes of space. It's digital. <laughs> just yeah. put it out there. Well, and, and that's the thing is that you have the, uh, first off hardware. If you trade in a PSP Go, you're trading it into at your local games stop, whatever, and it's going to cost you. It'll get you fifty bucks back. Okay, you take the classic PSP in, you're going to get eighty dollars back. Okay, and now there's a coupon that says if you take your old PSP and trade it for a. PSP Go, you'll get an extra $20, a promotional bump. That's ridiculous. They're basically forcing players to let go of their old PSPs, which are perfectly fine working devices, and getting the PSP Go. Yeah. And it's it's really bad. And you have, and you know what, you've mentioned Steam. Steam is a perfect example, but it's on the PC. If you want to go to downloading digital media, look at Apple. Apple's got now going to this whole new game center, which we'll go into after this, but they're going into the whole game center thing, and you're going to be able to download and stream games on your mobile device 
And right now, people go on iTunes and download video games, Plants vs. Zombies, this, that, and the other, every day. 200 apps a, di- a second. I, I don't understand why Sony couldn't get on that bandwagon, because I think that they would have been a powerhouse. I think they need to take everything back to the drawing board, reevaluate, and redeploy correctly. But I don't think we're going to see that for a while. I think because the higher ups of Sony is still thinking like the old school method, and it just P- PSN is a perfect another perfect example. Sony just like all you have to do is again copy Xbox Live. Here you go, boom, done, score. Yeah, there it is. Sorry, Ben, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh no, no, no. no. Uh, no I, I was just just saying, you know, some of the you know the older higher ups in in Sony. I I think. It's just they still thinking that old school method of how things work in the video game world, and just it doesn't work that way anymore. I mean, think especially in the video game industry, things are always changing, and I don't think they've caught up with the times yet with with the technology, the way things work anymore. It's just they're still thinking old school. Well, I hope they come. I hope they come up with something. I hope they come up with something next gen. Sony's usually been really good about keeping up with technology and being like, I mean, with the PS3 and everything, they always want to be trying to be one step ahead with the Blu-ray player, with the PSN, every PS network, and everything else. That's great. Let's hope that they kind of get on this bandwagon and try again. But I don't want them to do it now. Give it about a year or two. Do some development. Reevaluate your customer base and relaunch. Good luck. <laughs> Here, here's the drawing board. Yeah, there you go. Let me know what happens. Uh, so, so okay, you mentioned. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you mentioned the Game Center. You're the uh, Apple lover. No, no, I am not an Apple lover. Oh, this is boy. not. This doesn't count. You know what? It's not my fault. I have awesome glasses and a black turtleneck on right now. That has nothing to do with the conversation. <laughs> here's wow. my deal. And you can okay. <laughs> And this was the, for the Starbucks comment. That's all I'm going to say. If you all follow me on Twitter, you would all understand. Brian made a comment about my Starbucks, which did not go over well, and him and I now have beef. <laughs> but, and, and you know what? I am not an Apple fanboy. I have been protesting Apple for a very long time because I just don't get it. I just don't see it. But lately, with the current products that we've been having and the keynote that they had yesterday... They showed something that I have never seen on a device, on a phone or mobile device yet. And that is they displayed Epic Citadel. And Epic Citadel is brought to us by the most beautiful company in the world, Unreal. And it's an Unreal-powered game. And this Unreal Engine technology is now on a mobile device. And it's basically just a... It's... It's a castle game. You, I mean, it's like a dungeon crawler that you're walking through. Yeah, the demo you can download on iTunes right now. The environments are beautiful. It's just one of those really gorgeous titles. And they also have one, Project Sword, where you can fight each other as knights. Hello? On a mobile device? I'm kicking somebody's ass with this game. I would buy an iPod or iPod Touch just to play this game. Like This would be wow. my mobile gaming device, honestly. Wow. It, it's the Unreal Engine. Show me another device that has done that, and I will gladly buy that device. 
Anybody? Well, they had yeah. uh, they had that uh, tablet at, in the Nvidia booth at, yeah, at uh, CES. Yes. Yeah. How's that coming out? Where you got one? Because I don't. <laughs> That's I'm just saying. I haven't seen anything hide nor hair of it. It's been almost. I mean, we're coming up to the fourth quarter of the year, and Apple's like, "Hey, here's my product. Here's my games on it, and here's the Unreal Engine. What you got? Everybody's a day late, a dollar short. Now this is the bar. This is something that people have to say. If you're gonna have a mobile device, if you're gonna have an Android device, I mean, BlackBerry is like way behind." But if you're going to have an Android device and downloadable programs, you better step up and bring on the Unreal Engine. I better be able to play every Unreal game. Give me Unreal Tournament on my mobile device, and I will sit in airports for hours and never catch a flight just so that I can sit there and play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you got the Unreal Engine, you got Flash. Oh, wait. No, 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 you don't. That's your shh. You don't need Flash. Just shh. Don't bring up old stuff. It's just let it go. <laughs> just don't. You don't need to have Flash. You have the Unreal Engine. What do you need Flash for? <laughs> you have the Unreal Engine. To surf the internet, maybe? <laughs> We're just going to start building all apps in the Unreal Engine. <laughs> you know what? It, it, you check the weather? Unreal Engine. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm sorry. If the Unreal Engine told me the weather... I would believe it every day. If, it, if there was a hurricane out my front door and the Unreal Engine said, clear skies today, I'd be like, oh, hon, clear skies today. Let's take a walk. Let's go. Let's have at it. That's awesome. Maybe they'll build Second Life before the, in the Unreal Engine for the iPod Touch. There you go. I, 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 I swear to God, I'd buy it. My God. <laughs> it's just, it's oh. a- uh, someone just hopped on the bag wagon. I haven't bought it. I don't have a single Apple product in my house. I just don't have one. But this is making me think, you know, and reevaluate. Give me the Unreal Engine on an iPad. Give me my mobile devices with serious engines on it. Give me a development program that I can actually build my own dungeons on. Give me the Neverwinter Nights tool set on an iPad, and I will buy that device because there is nothing out currently and will not be out for at least a year that will develop like that. It's impossible. There's just nobody that can keep up. Right? Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you over my turtleneck. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's, that's all I have. That's my only thing, and I, I've been against Apple the entire time, but I have to say, they're coming out of the box, and they're making the Apple iPod slash iPhone a gaming device, and they're, they're outselling Sony right now. Everybody's like, why get a PSP when you can get an Apple iPod? Yeah, they need to turn that shit into a phone. Oh, wait. <laughs> PSP phone, man. That'd be yeah, awesome. But remember, that was a rumor a long time ago. They were going to say on the new PSP it was going to be a phone. It was going to be amazing. And I was thinking, how are you going to talk into the control stick? I didn't know how that was going to work. But <laughs> now I'm like, your phone is your video game device. That's it. You always have one. You're always going to make calls on it. And you can always play video games. It's going to kill a lot of the market for mobile devices until somebody comes up with something next gen. I mean, that's just how it is. We'll we'll, we'll definitely see how well it goes with. Uh, with I, I I'm guessing this is going to be more of like mostly for casual gamers when, when especially on the go and you know they want to wait for something and you know they want something to play. They can definitely do that. Um, I, I'm not sure, especially the price point. Like the hardcore gamers, it's going to. It's gonna sit there and gonna be like, "Am I willing to spend two, three, 
close to what four hundred dollars for for a mobile device. That's sixty four gigabyte model. That's sixty four gigs. You know how many games you can have on a small device that you can download from iTunes for sixty four gigabytes and your music and everything else. Oh yeah, but just you know, if I'm going to play a game, especially on a mobile device like uh, like that, I might as well just get the iPad. Okay. Okay. All right. Give me a 32 gigabyte iPad that's running World of Warcraft, and everybody can kiss my ass. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Honestly, World of Warcraft is only I think 15 gigabytes right now to download with patches. I give think that, so. Yeah. Give me World of Warcraft on an iPad or any tablet with a 32 gigabyte space that I have not only room for my game but I can play everything else and have some sort of control stick because if I have to use an iPhone as a controller, I'm gonna shit kittens, but otherwise, an iPad running World of Warcraft, I'm in, and with them bringing the Unreal Engine, I don't see MMOs not that far off from being on the iPad and iPod, I really don't. I don't either, but it'll be be the day when when that happens, though. And I'll buy one. (laughs) Knowing you, probably will. I I won't even lie, but I, I want everybody that I tell right now if you have an iPod, iPod or iPad or i whatever, go and check out the demo. It's on iTunes right now. Look up, I think it's Project Citadel. It's Epic Citadel and Project Sword. If you can find those two, you can download at least Epic Citadel and just do a little traversing of a castle, and it is amazing is what it is. It's a, it's a beautifully rendered game, and I really wish someone would tell me how they, and this is just a programmer's note, how they took the Unreal Engine and, and um, basically converted it into OpenGLES. I just don't see how that happened, and that's what's really impressive to me, is that from a programmer's side, that was a lot of work. All right. <laughs> yeah, but, then, but, but it's, so it's going to be worth it if they can uh, you know, license out the, the Unreal Engine on iPhone. Definitely. The minute you do that and developers have that tool in their hands, you will see tons of fantastic games coming out on that mobile device. Wow. It's a sad day. It is a sad day. (laughs) You know what? In a year from now, when you're all like, hey, Corey, I downloaded the greatest game on iPad or whatever, I'm going to be like, ha-ha, told you. Remember back in episode whatever, coming up to the century, we're... We talked about the iPad. I was right. <laughs> 78. 78. Uh, hold on. I'm writing this down. 78 told Brian and Ben they would have Apple devices in 365 days. Good to go. All right. <laughs> I, already, All right. Well, I, already, you know, I already openly admitted to some of my friends that my next laptop is going to be a no. MacBook. No. Oh. Oh. I'm going to be using it mostly for school because I'm still going to school at ITD Tech for, uh, to get my degree in video game design, so I, I might as well start now. All right, let's stop this before <laughs> any more fanboy love goes on. I, I, I'm not saying I'm a fanboy, but... I'm just saying. No. Sad day. No, I I look at Steve Jobs as as the way I look at Bill Gates. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if we're gonna take a take a little note off and move on to something else, I would like to talk briefly about PAX 
and I just wanted to know what your guys' thoughts were. What are you looking forward to hear about the most coming out of PAX? Torchlight 2. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, a lot of jealousy for Torchlight 2. People get to play it. Oh. Hands on. Wait, let me let, let me let me go back to all the emails I got from PAX and see what we can look at. Um, I know what I'm, well, I only bring this up because there's a there's a title coming out called Outland. Have you guys seen this? No. It's a it's a I want to say like a side scrolling Prince of Persia style platformer, but it's it's a beautiful game. It is an absolutely beautiful game, and um. It's it's developed by Housemark, I think. The same guys that did Super Stardust HD for the PlayStation Network. And the game is gorgeous. It's got this very Mayan feel. And it looks like... Um, we talked with me, I think we talked about it last week. Uh, what was the game? The black and white game with the kid that dies all the time. Uh, oh, Limbo. Limbo. We're talking about Limbo. It looks very much like that, but with brighter colors, yellows and oranges and greens. And just it's very, it's a very vibrant game. And uh, there's nothing right now for it. Um, they don't have a release date or anything, but it's going to be there at PAX. And if you get a chance, if you're going to PAX, check it out. It looks like it's going to be one of those, you know, sleeper hits that shows up and everybody goes, "You have to have this game. It's just, you have to download it. It's that's it." So I don't even know what uh, what uh, platforms it's going to be on. If it's going to be on the Go <laughs> or the DSi or whatever, but it, it looks amazing. Wow, awesome! Nice, um, awesome. Yeah, I, you know, I registered for for PAX thinking I was going to go this year, and unfortunately, I won't be able to go. And so, I've been getting all these emails. It's been really depressing. Like, I got invited to the CCC uh, CCP party, and I'm like, oh god. I can't go. <laughs> but would they have great tacos? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing that was lacking, and yeah. Want to buy great tacos? <laughs> oh no, the, the tacos that we had at E3, that was, those were really good. They were really good. It was the only good part about that whole party. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. You stay classy, Brian. You need those tacos. <laughs> That's right. I will. I will. As as David and Brian are eating tacos, they're tweeting away how I'm getting my Mac on. Amazing. Win <laughs> win. He had to do what he had to do. I mean, uh, yeah, can't fault him for that. That's right. Looking for a fuzzy taco. Got to go. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Oh, hey. Hello. Hey, hey. Well, at least we know one thing. Corey's helped bring the class back up. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, let's say we uh, wrap this up, huh? Yep, definitely. Guys, have anything else uh, before we uh, close up shop? Everyone that's up in uh, PAX right now, have fun. Don't party too much. And uh, hopefully... Uh, we'll definitely see you guys in the next conventions and whatnot. So, wash your hands. <laughs> and yeah, don't don't get the uh, the nerd flu. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is this year. What is it? Swine flu? It's uh, gonorrhoeopsifilates, something yeah, like that. I don't know what the next know. thing is, but uh, don't get it. And all the people that direct message me and ask me if I'm going to PAX, and I responded and said no. Uh, if you're going, 
picks where it didn't happen. That's all I gotta say. Nice. Awesome. Very nice. All right. So uh, make sure you rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Marketplace. Um, I think, yeah, I think those are the two places that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you send uh, your emails to agrocast at agrogamer.com. I should probably try to go in there and find anything. Oh, there's anything in there. I, I do want to say. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just didn't even think about it. That like, uh, crap. Anyway, go ahead. Um, I want to thank Shockman. He messaged me actually. He messaged me via uh, on Steam, telling us that we had an awesome podcast last week. So thank you, Shockman. Uh, much appreciated. He also told me that it wasn't because that we mentioned him last week as well. So I'm pretty guessing that we're, he's lying about that. But <laughs> well, tell him to bring me up. Let's play some Alien Swarm. Let's go. <laughs> I know we need to play some Alien Swarm because I have it and I'm like I'm dying to play. So. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's it. Cool. Uh, thanks again, Corey, for filling in. No problem. Anytime. All right, all right. So uh, that's it. This episode, well, shoot, I already forgot. 78. 78. I told you, 365 days from here, I'm talking about it. So. All right, all right. You're going to be back on. I will. The, uh, we're either going to eat crow. Someone, someone's eating crow. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, someone's yeah. eating crow, and you know what? I'll buy a beer for whoever has to eat crow. So, <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, I'm still so waiting for that magic hat. <laughs> New time, my friend. New time. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, that's it for us, and we are out of here. Peace. Later. Bye. Bye.